Hey there, did you miss me? Yep, after months off, FTV Live is back with a podcast. And let's see what CNN's Chris Cuomo thinks about it. Has it got time for this bullshit? Are you kidding me? Nope, Fredo, we're not kidding you. And not only is the podcast back, but it's got a new name. Bullshit. Huh, that's not a bad idea for a title. But that's not the one we went with. We went for the Jonesing for News podcast. Yep, seems it took the creative services department months to come up with that title. Anyway, if you don't know, I'm Scott Jones, the founder, CEO, editor, and the janitor of the website ftvlive.com that is read by thousands of people in the media industry and more precisely, people that work here in TV news. The podcast originates from the FTV Live studio located right here along Florida's First Coast, or as I like to call it, COVID's first stop in the Sunshine State. And I'll tell you, uh, basically, I just stay here in the stew, um, locked up all day because the Rona is going crazy in the state of Florida. And it's really kind of hurt the reputation uh, of Florida, uh, even more so than Florida Man. Uh, I was, uh, I called a friend of mine that lived up in North Carolina and said, hey, how about if I come up and visit you for a couple weeks? And he's like, uh, no, you couldn't even drive around here with Florida license plates. Um, people would go crazy. And uh, I have a friend that uh, told me that that's absolutely true. He was up in the Northeast driving with his car and he's been up there for months. Uh, but everywhere he goes with his Florida plates, People like want to hold up a cross sign and tell them to get the hell out of here. Um, so uh, Florida is uh, kind of, uh, remember the Bugs Bunny cartoon where he's cutting off the state of Florida? You see it all the time in GIFs on uh, Twitter or GIFs if you want to go that way. On social media, he's cutting the state off and Florida floats away. And I think there's a lot of people that want to do that. And, um, you know, Florida is a mess. There's no question about it. And not only is Florida a mess, but just go one state to the north and you have Georgia, uh, which is a total mess. In fact, I think Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and uh, Georgia Governor uh, Brian Kemp are trying to uh, have a contest who can be a bigger douche. Um, you know, basically, DeSantis is just ignoring the coronavirus in the state as it continues to go around and pointing fingers and making excuses and, you know, well, the reason the, there's so many more cases, there's some more testing, which is true. And but at the same time, the percentage of tests are more positive. Um, and so that whole testing, more test um argument really doesn't hold water when the percentage of the test, the percentage of positive tests within those tests is uh, continues to grow as well. And then they said, well, you know, we have more cases, but less people are dying. Well, that was true a couple weeks ago, but that's not true now. So, um, you know, obviously people need to get sick before they die. And then you hear, well, People, you know, there's not more hospitalizations. Well, that's not true anymore either. The hospitalizations here are way up. ICU beds, 
you know, are filling up, you know, as fast as can be. Up in Georgia, you know, the Atlanta mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, came up with uh, um, a rules to make people wear masks. And then uh, Governor Kemp said, nope, and he's going to sue Bottoms uh, for personally coming up with the idea of people wearing masks. So it's interesting, her name's Bottoms, yet Kemp is a total ass. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, and the other thing is I was watching, um, I was watching my good friends on Fox and Friends with, uh, Ansley Earnhardt, Steve Ducey, and then that guy that sits across from Steve Ducey. And they were talking about, um, the Republican National Convention, which is also coming here to Jacksonville next month. And people are a little worried about that because the convention will be moving into Jacksonville and um, that's bringing a lot of people here. But they've come up with a plan, according to Fox and Friends, that they're going to move the venue outdoors. Uh, and yesterday afternoon, Mike Pence actually confirmed it. It sounds as if the RNC is going to move from an indoor event with the big uh, nomination of Donald Trump later on this summer, going to move outdoors into an open air situation because that, as we know, is simply safer. If you're going to sit outside in August, uh, it won't be the Florida swamps that'll get you, but the swamp ass will definitely get you. Uh, I think that uh, not only that, but the but the afternoon thunderstorms. It it rains in Florida, you know, almost every afternoon and evening, where the thunderstorms are, uh, you know, and they're nasty. I mean, you're not only talking about a ton of rain; they don't last very long. Uh, but you got a lot of rain a lot of uh, lightning and people sitting outside, uh, if they're not soaked in sweat, they'll be soaked in rain. So um, who knows, who knows what they're gonna do. People have asked me, what do I think about the convention coming here? I don't live in Jacksonville proper. Uh, I live south of Jacksonville, so it, it really has no impact on me. Uh, I think it's great that these people want to come in and hopefully spend some money with local businesses that could really use it right now. But then at the same time, you know, if a bunch of people are coming in and going to restaurants, they're putting uh, those restaurant workers in danger, um, you know, with the spread. So, you know, I'm, I'm torn. It doesn't have an impact on me. I, I don't think, you know, personally, should you have a convention in the middle of a pandemic? Absolutely not. Uh, I don't care if it's the Republicans, the Democrats, or whatever. But hey, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. And um, as I said, the impact on me is minimal. Um, I won't be attending the convention and uh, don't plan on doing so. But uh, moving it outside in August in Florida, yeah, I, that idea is not going to work. Um, so we'll see where that goes. All right, back to the podcast. You know, people want to know what are my plans for the podcast? And the truth is, I have no idea. Um, how often do I do the podcast? Do I do it monthly? Do I do it weekly? Do I do it daily? Um, it's a lot of work uh, to come up with a daily podcast and make it interesting. Um, I could have guests, but um, getting guests is not that easy. You know, say a reporter in Cleveland 
does something very interesting. And I'm thinking, all right, well, let's get this person on the podcast to talk about it. You know, that story that they did yesterday. So I call up the station in Cleveland. I, I talk to the reporter. I'm like, hey, why don't you come on uh, the Jonesing for News podcast? Just wanted to get another plug in for the name. And uh, the reporter's like, okay, let me check with my boss. So the reporter goes to the news director. The news director, of course, starts to shake. They talk to the general manager. The general manager talks to corporate. And by the time they get an answer back, yes or no, maybe a week has passed. And whatever that story was that I wanted to talk to the reporter is pretty stale by now. And uh, I don't know, do you really want to even hear from them? It's no longer news. Now, you know, hopefully I could get some guests down here that are more evergreen, you know, talk to some people at the networks, uh, talk to people in local news, maybe talk to uh, people that run the station groups, something like that. Talk to them on the podcast where we can talk about more general issues, something that's a little more evergreen, and uh, that could work. Um, Again, it's not going to be easy, though, because let's be honest, As one uh, news director said, there's nothing more scary than hearing the words FTV Live is on the phone. Um, So, you know, you call these people up, they're going to be afraid. And especially their managers, you know, managers are going to be scared to death to do it. So, um, hey, if you want to be on the podcast, you got something I think you could be, you know, you could be interesting in um, or interested in. Uh, and can be interesting to the people that are listening to the podcast, then great. Uh, Let me know and uh, we'll try and uh, see if we can set up something. If you're going to be boring or if you're just on there to pimp something, uh, that's probably not really going to be that exciting and we don't need to do that. Um, But we will see, you know, what happens. I did team up with a company that will distribute the podcast and uh, they kind of are doing the heavy lifting in that regard, which is great um, because let's be honest, when you're a one person media empire or at least attempting to be an empire, um, oh, look at this, somebody call me up, let me get rid of that. Uh, You know what, I thought, I put my phone on uh, silence, but if you're sitting close to, if you have a Mac, you know, your Mac hands off to your, your computer, and uh, so it did that. Um, Anyway, uh, as I said, I have a company that will distribute the podcast, so they're doing the heavy lifting, which makes it uh, a little bit easier for me, but you still have to come up with something to talk about uh, and make it interesting, and I am not the most interesting person in the world. I fully admit that. Um, You know, my job is to just kind of report on uh, what you guys are doing good bad ugly and go from there um and we you know we can talk about that we can talk about stories uh you know it's interesting that um you know what's going on in tv news i was talking to a general manager a couple weeks ago and we were talking about people that have left tv news just recently and they're moving on to uh uh, jobs outside of TV or taking a break from TV. And he he made the point, he was like, you know, between the coronavirus and the attitude towards the media and going out to these protests and being targeted by protesters and the police, 
um, people are just stressed out. They're fed up. And, and he thinks that you will see a lot more people that just cash in their chips when it comes to TV news and says, I'm moving on. Uh, I did a story on Monday uh, about a, um, a person. She was working for the next star station in uh, Albany. And uh, she couldn't agree on a contract. Uh, you know, I don't know the full story behind it. Uh, her name was Jess Briganti, and uh, she couldn't agree on the contract with Nexstar. Supposedly, you know, she wanted more money than they are offering, don't we all? And Nexstar really isn't offering, you know, if you get a 1% raise, you're doing really well. And uh, so she decided to leave and she's been out and now she's uh, landed a job as the marketing director for an auto group uh, in the Albany area. And uh, I guarantee the hours are better. I'm pretty sure the pay is better. Um, but can you work as the marketing director at an auto group? Uh, will the boredom get you? I, the, the thing about TV news and it's different now. Um, but the reason I love TV news is I woke up every single day and I did something different. Um, especially back in the days of being a photographer and a reporter. I mean, one day you're out in the middle of a wildfire, you know, trying to get the best shot without burning up or covering a shooting. And the next day you're covering, you know, the president of the United States visiting your market. So. It was great. You went to work every single day and something different happened. Now, as I moved my way up through TV news and you know started working in-house, it became, yeah, the money was better, but uh, it was a lot less fun. And when you become a news director or a news manager, um, the fun factor really goes down quite a bit. And one thing, if you're a news director, and every news director out there knows this, if you're a news director and somebody comes and knocks on your door, uh, you can bet that they're knocking on your door. They're not knocking on your door to say, hey, how you doing? Great, great, have a great day. And uh, thanks for everything that you're doing. Everybody that knocks on that door has a problem. They don't like the photographer they're working with. They don't like the fact that you didn't give approve their vacation time. They don't like it, it goes on and on. But you know, everybody that comes into your office and now they don't really come into your office. They just call your office um, because they're working from home. And so as you become a news director, news manager, there's there's a different satisfaction with the job. But the fun level of the job, the job of covering the news, um, definitely goes out the window um, and it becomes something completely different. Now you're driven by a different motivations, uh, different incentives, uh, and that's you know basically what you are um, what you're doing, what you're trying to uh, accomplish uh, as a news director. But uh, I remember when I was offered a news director job and the general manager wanted to offer as part of my deal, I was gonna get paid X number of dollars, but then they wanted to offer uh, incentives, benefits. Um, that's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, 
bonuses. Bonuses is the word I'm looking for. They wanted to offer bonuses. So say I'm working at this news department and you have a $5 million budget. Um, but say I only spent in the year $4.2 million. Then I would get a bonus. Obviously not $800,000, but maybe I'd get $20,000 for saving $800,000 off, uh, off my budget. And I refused to do that. And the general manager was blown away because almost all GMs have those bonuses built into their budget. It's based on sales numbers, budget numbers, whatever they get. So a lot of times a general manager could be making X number of dollars and match that money or more in bonuses. Um, and this GM could not believe that I wanted to, uh, that I didn't want to do the same thing as a news director. But my fear was if I'm the news director and I'm driven by a bonus, you know, say there's a story that is, it's a big story, it's a huge story with a local angle in Washington, D.C. Well, I should send a crew to Washington, D.C. to cover it. But then I got to pay for the crew's travel, I got to pay for their hotel, there's, there's, I got to pay for satellite time, I got to pay for all this to get that story back. Maybe I could just have it shot by a freelance company or the Washington Bureau, send the story back, uh, have it tracked in-house. I don't think that's the best way to cover that story, but it would save a number of dollars, which would be more money to my bonus. So that's why I said, no, I don't want a bonus because I don't want to be driven by that fact of saving money. And by saving money, um, I'm getting a bigger paycheck. So I passed on it and said, no, I don't want a bonus. And it's becoming more common for news directors now to be offered bonuses. Um, if the bonus is only ratings related, maybe, maybe you take the bonus. But again, then are you trying to do the best news or are you trying to goose the ratings? So I, I don't like the fact of getting bonuses. Uh, I know it's a fact of life for general managers that they get their, they get bonuses. And so many general managers come up through the sales ranks where everything's based on bonus. If you're a person in TV sales, um, you know, your whole salary is based on bonuses and what you sell. So sometimes that's probably why news directors don't make great general managers because a news director is, um, you know, you compare a news director to somebody that works in sales. And I think there's, I think news directors probably have more lack of a better term, more ethics um, to do the right thing than the salespeople. Salespeople, it's all about the sale. Um, for a news director, it's about so much more than that. So I don't know, um, you know, I really, it's hard to turn down that money because you could be turning down potentially, you know, tens of thousands of dollars a year uh, in bonuses. But if you take that money, um, you know, I think it's gonna slant your coverage or certainly hinder your coverage in the way uh, that you cover news. I mean, you're gonna, give people less overtime because, you know, if you put two photographers on that giant wildfire instead of four, which it needs, uh, look at the overtime you save. So you, you'll save money that way. So I don't, I don't really like the idea. I never did. I never took bonuses as a news director. I was offered it in two different jobs and uh, 
neither time would I take it strictly because I don't want to be tempted by trying to line my pocket at the cost of hurting the news product. So um, I don't know. Uh, you may think differently and maybe there's different reasons why to do it, but I did not like it. And uh, so I decided uh, I wasn't going to do it. And, you know, FTV Live is the same way. Uh, you look at FTV Live and you see ads uh, on FTV Live for agents. Um, but there are a number of agents that would love to advertise on FTV Live that I've turned down. Now, it would be easy to just take their money, slap their ad up on the website, and, uh, and cash the check each month. Um, I actually have turned down more ads uh, for FTV Live than I've accepted. Uh, I feel like you know, you come to this website for, you know, straight news, straight, honest to, you know, news. And so I feel like the companies that are on the website that are supporting the thing, they are, are companies that you can trust. They're companies that I dealt with when I was a news director. There are companies that, you know, I talk to general managers and news directors every single day. So, you know, I get feedback. I get feedback from people that have been represented uh, by different agents and and hear about agents that are not as ethical as, as other agents. So, um, you know, I'm not gonna accept just an ad from anybody. Now, I do have ads on the site that are sold by outside, you know, sold by Google and stuff like that. I don't have as much um, control over those. I have some, but the problem is, you know, if I went in every day and was just looking at ads that Google has placed on my site or um, the other agencies have placed on my site and said, no, no, no. I mean, I, I would spend hours each day doing that. So I don't have as much control over the quote syndicated ads, but the local ads I have control over and um, I make sure um, to put companies on there that I think are trustworthy and people that you can deal with and I think are the best. Does that mean they're all perfect? No, um, they're not all perfect. Uh, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. Um, they're not perfect, but they are the best of the best when it comes to who you can trust. And those are the people um, that I put on FTV Live. And as I said, I turned down a number of people, uh, a number of companies that want to place an ad on FTV Live. And as a you know, as I say, I've turned down more ads than are on FTV Live. So I could easily cash uh, more money in, but, um, you know, I'm not going to do that. I, I really think that uh, you as a company, as a, as a website in this industry that is read by so many people in this industry, you need to be... Um, you know, you need to be putting the people out there. I mean, I, does the sponsors that I have on my site, I support. Um, do they support everything I do? Uh, obviously not. I mean, I put stories about, you know, if it's an agent, I put stories about their clients. I don't ever check with an agency. I don't know 99% of the time who's represented by which agency when somebody does something stupid. If they do something stupid and I put it up there, um, I, I don't care. And to the agent's credit, um, I've never had an agent of the people that are on my site. I've never had an agent call me and say, oh, that's my client. You need to take the story down. Um, sometimes I don't find out until months and months later 
that it was somebody. I'll be talking to an agent about something completely different and they'll say, oh, you did this story on my client and um, you know, that wasn't, uh, that was a headache for me, they'll say. But they, you know, so they're just putting their ad on FTV Live to get their to get their name out there, to get their company out there. It doesn't mean they support every story that I do. Um, and I don't support every client that they have, obviously. Um, but, you know, people can differentiate between uh, the differences in that. Uh, um, so, I, I, you know, basically, I think that the companies that are on FTV Live are companies that are, are reputable, companies you can trust, and uh, that's why they're there. And if they're not a company that I think is very good, then you're not gonna see them there. And again, it's not just my opinion. This is, I, I talk to, you know, I don't know how many news directors a day or general managers or corporate people uh, in different media companies each and every day, but I take their feedback. Uh, and obviously I don't take the feedback of one person. You know, if you go with just one person says, oh, that person's a complete idiot, they're a terrible company, then you'd have no ads on your website. You know, it's just like FTV Live. There's people that think FTV Live is awesome. I get those emails every single day from people saying, thank you. Thank you so much for the job that you do. And, you know, as FTV Live has got more successful, you know, obviously you pick up some more haters that want to knock you off, um, knock you off the pedestal. And I'm fine with that. Uh, the people that do it anonymously, um, there's a person right now that has a Twitter account that is that attacks FTV Live. They don't put their name on the Twitter account. I know who it is. Not only do I know who it is, but uh, I have some very interesting information about that person. And it is a person that you've seen uh, on FTV Live. That's why they started it. And if you want to criticize FTV Live, go right ahead. But have the guts to put your name on it. You know, you look at this top of every story on FTV Live and you see there's my name, Scott Jones, right at the top of the story. Uh, I put my name on it. I don't hide behind a keyboard. I don't hide anonymously. The people that do that are just, you know, come on, let's be honest. They're, they're cowards. And uh, the person that has this Twitter account that's attacking FTV Live, uh, I absolutely 100% know who it is. I've debated, do I contact their boss, their news director, not only with that information of them hiding anonymously um, behind the keyboard, but do I contact them with the other information that I have about them? Because um, I don't think they'd be real happy with what I know. So, um, but right now, you know what? I'm just gonna let it play out. Look, if you're sitting there at a poker table and you're holding pocket aces, um, you don't just throw them down on the table, you let that pot build up a little bit. So I'm not gonna play that hand just yet, but uh, I may at one point in time, and um, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it plays out for the anonymous, uh, the anonymous uh, critic again. You know, if you want to criticize FTV Live, put your name on it, and you know what? You have every right to do it. I mean, I criticize people every day. I praise people every day, but I do it with my name, 
and uh, you should have the guts to do the same thing. So your little, uh, your little anonymous uh, social media account um, is, uh, it's a, you're being a coward. And as I said, I know who you are. Uh, I know very much about you. And uh, I'm just not ready to uh, throw down those pocket aces just yet. Let's see what happens. Anyway, uh, let's wrap up the podcast. And, uh, and this is the first one in the books. Let me know what you think. Send me an email. Do you like it? Do you not like it? What do you want to see? Um, and when do you want to see it? Do you, should, I, should I put one up every day and maybe just take, you know, FTV Live and uh, do it in a podcast form so you can listen to it on your way into work or as you're eating lunch or whatever? Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Um, but uh, that's going to wrap it up for me. And uh, just remember, uh, Fredo might think it's bullshit, and maybe you do as well. So give me your feedback, let me know, and I will see you guys on the next one.